Welcome to the Project Rook Podcast, your holistic pursuit of health and wellness. Welcome to episode 85 of the Project Rook Podcast. Your holistic, common sense, no nonsense pursuit of health and wellness. Or maybe, well, it's no nonsense for me. It might not be no nonsense for you. I don't know. But that's what we're doing over here. What's going on, good peoples? What's going on? We trying to get it together. We trying to keep it together. All of that good stuff. All of that good stuff. Um, it is April. It is April, good people, of 2018. What's going on with them summer bodies that, you know, summer 2018 bodies that we said we were going to have after we missed the mark in 2017 and then we had said, no, oh. I'm just asking. I'm just asking questions. Just asking. So, um, I recently did an interview with um, Lola and Doe, the all-natural soap and lotion and what else they got over there. All types of um, body care products and hair care products. Um, yeah, I recently did a... Uh, interview with them i think it was posted today check out the good people over there support all natural products putting on your skin y'all we got to give a damn you got to start to give a damn about what you put on your skin why because what you put on your skin is just as important as what you put in your skin i'm pretty sure or not in your skin in your body i'm pretty sure if you put lotion on as you rub that lotion, you notice what happens. It absorbs. So putting chemicals on top of your skin, it absorbs. It's going inside. Yeah. So anyway, um, that is their website is L-O-L-A-A-N-D-D-O-E.com. So the business at hand today, we're talking about low self-esteem we're talking about the instagram era of low self-esteem injections and implants now i'm very familiar with those of us who believe that we don't have the problem of low self-esteem because at one time in my life, I didn't think I had that problem. I thought that I was, you know, a real boss about mine. But when you looked at my life and some of the things that I was tolerating, some of the people who I was connected to, oh, it was evident. No, boo, you got low self-esteem. And, and that's what we are seeing. <sighs> think and I've said this before 
We're going to have an epidemic epidemic on our hands. Some could say we already have it, but it just hasn't been named yet. And we're going to start to see the ramifications of all of the things that are taking place now. Or even you could start five years ago and, and fast forward maybe to maybe 2025 maybe. I don't even think it's going to take that long. And what I mean is that many of us have lost sight of who we are, right? We caught up. And to be fair, to be fair, it's not uh it's not all of that what's the, what is the word? It's not strange. It's not unusual. Right? Have you ever done something that you didn't know? Or wasn't aware that you were doing it until someone else pointed it out? I mean, it could be something basic. Some, your morning routine. Or something you do after lunch. That someone points out to you. You were like, damn. I didn't even realize I was doing that. Or I didn't even realize I was saying that. It was like, you know, every time this happens, you say so-and-so. And you're like, wow. Like, you were doing it every day. But you weren't even aware. You weren't even conscious of what it is that you were doing. The same thing applies, right? You can move so far from the core of who you are to where you can believe that you do have high self-esteem. You do, you are confident. You do love yourself, right? That you're not being influenced by the things that you see. And it can be the exact opposite that's going on, you're just not aware of it. You're just not aware of it. Like, we're all being programmed, all of us. You're a computer. <laughs> your, your eyes, you know, your ears, yes, you are being programmed. Now, some of us are aware that we're being programmed. Some of us are in control, in more control, I should say, of how we're being programmed than others. But we're all being programmed. And so what we see happening is you see, and this is not a young thing. No, no, no. This is not about, a, about young people. This is about us in general, in particular women. And what we're seeing is that there has been an idea that has been created of what a woman, a beautiful and sexy woman is supposed to look like. And we're going to any extreme to get that. Now, if you have the money, Right. You 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 got a the little bit you got a uh, you have the luxury to do things a better way. When you don't, you find yourself in the basement. So I saw a interview that Cardi B did. I don't know if it was recent or not, but the article was floating around as if it was recent. And she was talking about how she got shots in her butt. And um she it, you know, this standard story or familiar story that you hear from a lot of women it was some you know backyard or should I say basement type stuff some she said a Jamaican lady was like yeah come and bring however many hundreds of dollars she had to bring and um, she said she don't know what the lady injected in her she don't know what it was but the first she did one side and she said she felt like she was about to die she got lightheaded it was it felt like she was on fire 
And, um, you know, the lady was like, oh, it's because she hadn't eaten or whatever else. And, um, you know, she went on to say that she found out that later on, I guess after this, she ended up, the lady was charged with killing someone. And I think the lady's now in jail. So you have many of us who don't, you know, we don't have the luxury of going to a highly qualified board certified surgeon to get six to $10,000 to get whether it's implants or injections or whatever else. So this is what we have. So we have one group who going to get it by any means necessary. Now, I don't even have to tell you <laughs> the, the potential for that. When you say, I don't even know. Like, I don't know what is inside of me. I know something was injected in me. I know I felt like I was about to die. Um, you know, I eventually recovered. My booty was fat. So th the question you got to ask yourself is where do you go from there? First of all, what do you think is happening when you inject a foreign substance in your body? See, immediately your body, first of all, your body is always trying to protect you. So it's going to detect, whoa, danger. There's a foreign substance. So it's going in attack mode and it's seeking to protect you. No different from the implants. If you see some of the implants, a lot of women are trying to explant. So they're trying to take these things out because they're having particularly breast implants because they're having so many complications. People almost near death with these things leaking. And if they haven't leaked, um, they're still being linked to so many other illnesses and complications that their doctor can't put a finger on other than that. And so they're going through the process of having these things come out. And they, when they take these things out, you can see how the body has literally tried to protect the person because the dead and the, or should I say the scar tissue has formed around the little capsule, essentially trying to save your dumbass life. That, that, that's exactly what it's doing. So, the implications that are there, whether short-term or long-term, cannot be underestimated. Like, we can't be surprised at the rise in frequency that we're seeing of illnesses and diseases and cancer and everything. You can't be surprised. I don't know how the body, I mean, it just lets me know how amazing this creation is. But when I tell you we hitting the body at every angle and then we're sh shocked, we're confused when we deal with certain illnesses and our body begins to fall apart and we just think it's normal. It's not normal. See, what you got to do is ask yourself, and this is for the women in particular, when you look yourself in the mirror and you say to yourself, Man, I would look so much better if my ass was just a little bit more like this or my boobs was a little bit more like this. What you got to ask yourself is who gave you that idea? Who gave you that impression? Because it didn't come from yourself. You, you've been influenced by something. Like who told you what 
the best looking breasts look like? Who told you what the best looking ass looked like? Who told you that? Who told you that the dimensions was supposed to be this and pop this way? Like who told, where did you get that idea of beauty? So for those who tell me that they have high self-esteem, but they're going to get all these alterations, eh, no, mm -mm, can't buy it. I can't buy it. Like, you're actually putting your life on the line. And a lot of this is, and you could say it's not to impress men, but you're lying. Because you see the attention that women who look a certain way get. Right? And all you have to do is go on Instagram and look at some of the comments. Like, whenever someone is or actually admits that they've got some type of work done, the comments are flooded. Girl, where did you go? Oh, I'm going to get mine next. Like, it's a desire. Like, I need to be in that number. Like, I gotta I gotta look like that too. Here's a question though. Here's a real question. If your ass and your habits, whether your eating habits, your fitness habits, whatever else, was not sufficient enough to help you get that body, how the hell do you think you're going to keep that body? You think, because uh, there are many cases of patients who go back. They have to go back they, two and three times, especially if they're doing like a fat transfer. <laughs> like, you, you think you're just going to create a body? Like, it's not an alternative to health and fitness. It's not. And that's not what it's supposed to be. But it's a very lucrative. I can only imagine, especially the good surgeons, I can only imagine the dough that they raking in. I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. There was a um it was a young lady who shared and I can respect you know, a person who keeps it real, you know, they don't go and get work done and then come on Instagram and say, oh, you know, they, they're now a fitness, you know, expert. And they telling you, you know, they selling a booty pop, you know, class and they are doing like, okay, she had her before and after. Like my doctor was the bomb. And this is how, you know, it looks right now. But let me tell you what's interesting. She's talked about her pre- pre-op requirements and before she could go in for the actual fat transfer she had to gain a certain amount of weight now I know that doesn't sound hard it really depends on the person but it takes effort to to eat enough to gain weight the same way it takes effort to eat less to lose weight <laughs> Like, if you follow any of, like, the bodybuilders or those who are really into the fitness, they, they have a strict regimen that they follow. And they're eating typically, like, every two hours. So you have to eat a lot. So reading that she put enough effort, think about this now, enough effort to gain 20 pounds so that they could then take that fat and redistribute it you know, from her belly to her backside or whatever. Yeah, that's that's interesting. That's interesting. And most of, so it's two pieces to this story. One, most of these people haven't even attempted to do. And I'm not talking about you just go, you get on the treadmill. I'm talking about they haven't even attempted to really seriously 
change their body before going to these drastic measures. And I don't know if we really know, like when you go under, like surgery is like big, that's a big deal. You, you typically wouldn't subject yourself to having surgery unless it was absolutely necessary. When they put you to sleep, anesthesia, that's a big deal. And we don't hear the stories. I mean, we just see the woman and everybody's cute. Like, and some of these butts, they look bad. Like, who the hell told you? It looks like you got like an ant. What's the little ant thing that I don't even know? <laughs> it it doesn't. Mm. Anyway, the second part um, that I was saying. So, one, people don't even work out. Right. They don't even do. And I'm again, I'm not talking about getting on the treadmill. Right? I'm talking about seriously trying to sculpture your body. And that takes work. That takes work. But the young lady was like, well, you know, everybody's body is built different. And no matter what I would have done, it would have never looked like this. Well, damn. I mean, you're, I guess that's true. I mean, your ass is sitting out like Shoot, hers look like an additional probably seven inches. So, mm, I, mm, yeah, okay. The point is, who told you that that's the way your body was supposed to look? Well, I know, man, I'm supposed to look, but that's how I wanted to look. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But I just need you to know it never ends. It never ends. You got to really question your mental. Like when people tell me they can't eat healthy, right? They don't have gym membership, organic, whatever, too expensive. And you can come up with thousands of dollars to go get a surgery. I mean, it's your business. But do know that, yes, for those who have asked me, if you were going to do it regardless, yes, a fat transfer would be a better option than putting some type of implant in your body. Yes, I would agree with that. However, you're still, look at what you're doing. <laughs> you're going in your body. You need to see some of the videos. Just look around on Instagram. They actually have the surgeons in there. I mean, my God, it looks like a... It, mm. So you're going in and you're sucking and, they, and they, it looks as though they're digging. It's sucking out fat in your belly. And in some instances, depending on how overweight you are, and I haven't seen a lot of these excessively overweight people, they actually cut parts of their stomach, right, and then just reattach. They, you know, stretch the other part together. But for those who are not that extremely overweight, they're actually just sucking the fat out of the stomach. And they have to, and I don't know the exact procedure for preparing it because it has to be, prepared for it to be re-entered into the body which is typically the butt and butt and hips is where women are get <sighs> look you can fancy it up you can decorate it you can sprinkle sprinkles and cinnamon and uh shiny confetti on top of it but at the end of the day what you got to ask yourself you got to ask yourself seriously is that do I really love myself right that that's what you gotta it's becoming a little cliche when we say know thyself but 
that's really the statement here. Know thyself. What am I willing to do? See, knowing what you do, what you're doing, but more importantly, knowing why you're doing something. Well, I mean, it just makes me feel more confident. Why? Why does it make you feel more confident? Right? Like why? 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 Well, I'm not naturally, you know, I don't naturally look that way. Well, hell, most of us are outside of our natural frame. So is it an option to see what your body would naturally look like before you subject it? Here's the deal. And I don't know why we all think we're supposed to look like there's a cookie cutter body. And look, I like to look good. I ain't gonna lie. I do. I like to feel good. But yes, I like to look good as well. I like for my body to look good or what I consider good. But you got to really question yourself. You got to really question yourself when you get to the point to where the more that you see other images that don't reflect how you look, when that starts to make you feel less than, when that starts to make you feel inadequate, when that starts to make you feel like you're no longer in the game, you no longer qualify because you don't look this way, there's a problem with that. And that's a problem not only that, – that's a problem with your mind. When you talk wellness and in thinking that that is going to – somehow change how you view yourself that shit is temporary so yes you can go and get the surgery and yes i've seen some bomb before and after pictures like damn i mean i can't remember the doctor name it starts with an m it's like men mendida mendata i don't know i think he's out of um, miami but if you go to his page he got some hella fire before and after pictures i ain't gonna lie like damn <laughs> damn but this is the culture. We are the culture of fake. We are the culture of fake. So when we come across real, it looks, what, what is that? It's abnormal. Imagine, imagine you feeling bad about yourself. Imagine you comparing yourself to a person who is fake. What? How can you say that they look better than you? Their body is fake. But that's where we are. This is general. This is the IG generation, and the faker the better. And if you think for one second that you're gonna keep injecting this shit in your face instead of dealing with why, why are you 27 and you already getting wrinkles? What is going on in the inside of your body? You don't want. You don't want to address that. If your ass and your titties are sagging, what is going on? Which organs, right? Which glands are responsible for keeping my tissues strong, vibrant, um, hydrated, uh, you know, proper circulation going on? Like, instead of asking what's going on in the inside, no, we're going to run to the doctor. Fix it, doctor. Pump it up. Take it out. Slim it down. And at the end of the day, you've addressed nothing. And it's the same type thinking. It's the medical thinking that we don't get to the root cause. No, that's not important. No, no, no. Surface level. It's just like your doctor. He's going to give you medications 
until the medications no longer work. And I guarantee you after that happens, you know what he going to say? Well, let's just take it out. Let's just take that gallbladder out. You don't even need that. Well, look, girl, I don't know why you bleeding like a slaughter pig. So let's just take out your uterus. You don't need that no more. That's where we are. And if you think that there's not going to be no blowback from that, if you think for one second that your body going to be like, oh, girl, oh, I'm so glad you did that. Woo. Woo, that's good. Think again. Think again. You're just going in your body, digging out stuff. They got the little, you know, microscopic blade that they just slicing. And, and you don't think. <laughs> Listen, there's a time and a place for all of that. All right. The advances that we have made medically on the surgical table, there's a time and place for all of those things, right? And there's a purpose and there's a use for all of those things. But you ain't had no emergency. Like, you ain't lost a leg and they got to go in and they trying to, you know, put it back together. That's not what's going on here. You're literally putting your life on the line because you want a fatter ass and a bigger titties. Because somebody told you. Somebody told you. I don't mean literally called you on the phone and told you that's not what i mean but based on what is being promoted that's what's being programmed into your mind to where you no longer can look at the mirror and just love what you see in your best natural state your best natural state you can't say hey these bees are good they mine like nobody talks about the complications that many women have had with having implants and not being able to breastfeed properly. Well, well, it's not everybody. Well, damn, I know it's not everybody. I know it's not everybody, but it's a lot. And it's a lot. You don't hear that side of the story. You don't hear the women who, you know, when they start having complications, a lot of them start recycling their pictures. They go missing. You just don't know it. They recycle their pictures on Instagram. And so it appears as though, you know, they still kicking, they still doing whatever, but behind the scenes, they trying to fix themselves. And it is so much harder to undo, just like with gaining weight, just like with being sick, it's so much harder to undo what you've done. Prevention is better than remedy. That's the key. Do you love yourself? Do do you know who you are? And I just, hey, I could be wrong, but I just can't see how you love yourself. I can't see how you love you for who you are. I can't see you say you're a child of God, but, you know, you got to go in and you got to cut this off and you got to stitch this right here and you got to slim your nose down. And it's a lot of black women. I didn't know. I mean, now I know. But I'm talking about within the past, my knowing, me really coming into the norm, probably the past eh, maybe four or five years, I wasn't aware that so many black women was into this stuff, just slicing and dicing. And you compound that with already unhealthy bodies, Uh, people who already unwell. All, everything in your body is connected together. So if you think you're just going in and, oh, I, I'm, not, I'm not bothering my heart. I'm not bothering my lungs. I'm not bothering my adrenal glands. I'm not bothering my brain. I'm just oh, coming over here. I'm going to just suck this out and stick it over here. You out of your mind because everything in your body works together. 
everything works together. And to the fellas, you know, real talk, y'all full of shit because you you say that oh women this and women should love themselves and women so fake but you love the fake and that's what you support and that's what you promote that's what you fiend after the fake so you you ain't no innocent bystander everybody's in this together collectively and this is the results of what we see like it's going to get to a point this is why when I say awareness is the goal in this whole health and wellness thing is that it's going to get to the point to where between robots, between artificial intelligence, between everybody and their fake ass bodies, you will literally not be able with your physical eye <laughs> to tell what is real and fake. So if you don't get in tune with you, if you don't, if you don't line up with that, that old divine spirit, that discerning spirit, that divine guy that you have, it ain't going to be good for you. It's not. And that's the direction that we're moving in. Like this is a matter of survival. Does that make any sense? Or maybe it's just me. Maybe fake is in. Maybe all the fake is just going to, you know, counsel, you know, all the real out. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Nature has proven otherwise. Nature has proven otherwise. So, if you find yourself, all I can say, struggling with images of yourself, seeing yourself a certain way, loving yourself, first of all, Clock out, clock out of the things that are not feeding you, that are not feeding the real you, that are not feeding the natural you. Clock out of that. Why do you follow these things? You may be able to come back to it at some point, but you gotta, you gotta pull out of that. You gotta pull out of that and put yourself in training mode, right? I'm, I haven't passed enough tests to be exposed to that yet. Pull yourself out of that. Go in training mode to. Really look at yourself and listen. This is real talk. All right. I'm not going to sit here and say that I've never thought about at points in my life that, damn, maybe if I just did a little. You started looking at yourself and you just, and the eyes that you're looking through are not yours. So what you see, you don't like. And I'm not talking about being out of shape. We can work on that. All right, being out of shape, no. You 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 should love yourself enough to know that I can be better than this, that this is not my best. So I'm not talking about that, all right? I'm talking about really having a disdain for your natural self, whether it's your natural eyes, your natural lips, nose, hair, waist, breasts, whatever, okay? That's what I'm talking about. So, yes, there have come times where, I've, you know, I look in the mirror. I have, I have in the past, yes. Like, damn, maybe it would look a little better if I, and, and I swear to you, it was almost like, you know, what y'all call God spoke to me. It was like, who the, who told you what better was? Where did you get the idea of what better is? What, where did you get that from? And it was like, damn. I don't know. 
Because if you look previously, right, we didn't look the way we look now. And and we thought that was sexy. Little slender little thing, you know, small little petite thing. Nice. Not no bodacious booty. I mean, you know, you had you had brick houses now, you know, here and there, dri- tripled, you know, um, trickled in, you know, dripple, little, little, dripple, trickle, either one. <laughs> but I'm saying the just look, Google like you know, people of 1950, people of 1960, people of 1970. You can go even previous than that. Doesn't matter. But you didn't see people. And people weren't then trying to get what we're getting now. Why? Why? You think you think that the people then didn't think they were sexy? Of course they did. Of course they did. Like we've created a new idea of what beauty is. Everything is the bigger, the better. Even when it comes to fitness, everybody, every fit woman wants to just be thick. Thick, thick, thick. Get thicker. Get thicker. Where did you get this from? Where are we getting this from? Who said that you can't be slender? And that be okay. Who said the thicker the better? Who? It's like the supersize. We can't get enough. More, more, bigger, faster. And those things are fine until they're not. Until they're not. So... If your idea of being confident about yourself and and having a level of self-esteem is tied to you putting your life on the line and your health on the line for the outward appearance of beauty, you got a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. I don't care how you slice it. And... It's unfortunate because I follow this group of ladies on Facebook and um, I I wish I'm trying to get some of them to allow me to show their pictures, not their face or anything. But if you can see what is going on, what and it's, it's, it's new cases and old cases, meaning some of them just got you know, uh, some type of implant or something within like the past year or two. Others, they've had them for, you know, 10 to 15 years. And um, it's not good, people. It's not good at all. So you can do whatever you want with your body by all means, you know. Whether you want to do it under the table, whether you want to pay the money to do it the other way. However, just be aware of the law of cause and effect, baby. Ain't none of us escaping that cause and effect. And at some point, you know, you might be the PYT right now. But at some point, life goes on. Time passes. And it ain't nothing worse than losing your health. I know poverty is bad now. That it is bad. But when you lose your health, when you're not well day in and day out, when you're in pain day in and day out it's like you trapped in your own living hell and ain't no no titties or ass that should be worth that for you it just shouldn't 
And if it is, well, free will. Free will, people. That's all I got. Until next time. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Project Rook Podcast. Remember, you are your greatest assignment. Until next time.